This episode is brought to you by Dollar Shave Club. And I know, I know another ad, right? But I personally use Dollar Shave Club all the time and have been using them for years. Uh, I remembered I would always buy the disposable razors and I would they wouldn't last. They would cut you. And then when you would get the more expensive ones, they they were just really expensive and you had to keep buying them until I came across Dollar Shave Club. Then, you know, it changed the game forever with razors. And now they offer way more than just razor. They offer skincare products, hair care products, hair stuff, gel, pomade, you name it. They offer a whole variety of different products. I mean, you don't believe me? Go give them a try and then you'll love them. Click the link in each episode and or our bio and you'll love them. You're going to be helping the podcast. Or if you want to help the podcast too, if you're if you go over to Anchor FM, there's a donation button. You can sign up, donate every month. Uh, thank you guys to the people who have signed up and continue to donate. I truly appreciate it. So... Click the link. Go check out Dollar Shave Club. And let's get into your episode. I'm the five. Vendan los motores que no vamos. Aquí todos los días son de verano. De lunes a lunes nunca paramos. Ya está saliendo el sol, ven y prendete. Esto es fácil. No me llames si tú andas. All right, and we're live. Welcome back to Mess Club Morgos. It's your boy, the one with the scarred face. Your boy, scarred face. And today I brought Jesus back for another episode. Hey, nice to be back. I, I know it's been a while since you've been yeah, on that episode. Yeah, I... I get busy and i don't have time sometimes but yeah I'm yeah glad to be back i appreciate you coming on this one and then we have a special guest uh she's been opening all sorts of bit i mean her her little taco truck exploded into a, a big business now and uh i'm excited to see you grow i remember when you were over by the laundromat too that's when i first went to your your My fruit I think. yeah your yeah. fruit one yes and you've grown so much more from then so but we have letty from um, Garcia Street Taco and Pelonas Fruit Oasis. That's a that's a that's, mouthful. That's, yeah, that is a mouthful. Yeah, yeah that's a mouthful. But, see, if I say Garcia Street Taco, they're like, "Who's that?" Everybody knows me by Pelona. Yeah. Everybody thinks I get offended, but nothing mm. to be offended about because it's that's like how. Stark face. Yeah, they they know me by that. They're like, "Oh, Pelona, Peloncita," mm-hmm. you know, like yeah. yeah. So I don't take no offense. I mean, I'm bald, so obviously, <laughs> but it's just. It, it's, it's just normal to me, but a lot of people think that it's disrespectful, but it's not. So oh, okay. you're more than welcome to call me that. Yeah, so. it, it's funny because a lot of my uncles actually call me Pelon because mm-hmm. back in the day I used to have like a shaved head uh-huh. and they used to call me that. But um, that's only them. Not, yes. not everyone else. Everyone Can else. I call you that from now on? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. And, it's not, and everybody thinks I want to be bald on purpose. It's not that. I. What's crazy is my brother's. They got the full hair, set mm-hmm. of hair, and I got bald like my dad. And I'm like, really? why oh, did dang. they? Yeah, so it's reversed. It's like, I wish I could grow my hair, yeah. but I can't. So that's why I just started shaving my head. I thought it was a choice thing. No, 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 oh, no, no, geez. no. My hair's really thin, so it doesn't even grow. So okay. it grows and it grows like this. So I just rather just shave it off. So. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, so so you see, you made that your own thing. Now, my so. own style. So like everybody, even my, my business. So that's what they call me. And that's how I go by. So... <laughs> Cool. And I want people to get to know you. So are you originally from Idaho? I'm originally born and raised in Idaho. Um, Everybody thinks I'm from California or, you know, Mm -hmm. but no, born and raised here. So. Okay. And what schools did you go to? I graduated from Idaho Falls High School. Idaho Falls High School. And 95. 95? Yep. I'm going to be 45 years old already. Oh, dang. Time flies, huh? I know, right? Everybody thinks I'm not going to be 45, but. Yeah, usually when when you hit 20, you're like, man, I can't wait till turn 21. Yes. But then. Yes. Then. Time flies after that. Yes. And you're just screwed. I just yeah, yeah, Like for myself, I feel like I didn't graduate not too long ago. I gradu- graduated in 06. And we're, Damn, man. It's already been, what, 17 years? Yeah, and my little brother just graduated while, yeah. like last year. And I'm like, holy 15 crap. 15 years? Yeah. 
so <laughs> yeah, time flies. Yes. So like during middle school, uh, when when did you get your 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 nickname? Bellone? My nickname is actually. Let me tell you the story. Okay. okay. Yeah. There we go. Okay. Um. In 2004, we had a big thing of a drug deal bust, okay? Mm-hmm. Drug deal bust. My dad owned Garcia's Meat Market, which would, at the time it was called La Reina, mm-hmm. okay? La Reina was on. Well, my brother, he's the one that did the bad things, you know, like the bad things and stuff like that. But he kept going into my dad's store. So they thought we were doing money, laundry, and all that mm-hmm. stuff. So we, that's when we got involved, my dad, my brother, he, the brother he lived with which we had nothing to do with that. Mm-hmm. But the federal system, you can't beat the federal system. So when we all got popped, they've been had watched him for two years before that. So they were putting us on camera and all this. And just because I had a phone call with my brother, told them, hey, let's take the kids to McDonald's on Broadway. They thought that was a drug transaction. Mm-hmm. It had nothing to do with a drug deal. It really was. But they had him. They were tracking his phone. They thought that was a drug transaction when... They got my phone line. They thought I was involved. Oh. So they got me. So just, just took, everybody everybody with took everybody So they got us all for conspiracy. They got me for a drug drug transaction, doing a telephone something, legal mm-hmm. something. Mm-hmm. And for that, they gave me four years prison time. Jeez. Federal t- prison time. Because they asked me, well, you need to tell on your brother what he was doing. And you knew what he was doing. I go, I'm not going to do my job. I'm not doing your job for you. Yeah. Obviously, you guys know. So why am I going to tell you what he did? So, okay, give this girl four years. So Dang. they sent me away to um, California, Victorville. And I did my prison time four years straight. Jeez. Four years of my life, 2004 to, to 2009 almost. So mm-hmm. that's when my I think my hair started falling out. So All that's that stress. stress. Yeah. So and the reason why, because they took my whole family. They took my brothers, mm-hmm. me, and left my mom alone out here. So I'm like, Damn. you know how my mom was disabled. So I'm like, who's going to take care of my mom? Mm-hmm. And I, so I stressed out because I didn't want nothing to happen to her. So that's when I think I started losing my hair. And that's why I just started shaving it. And then when I came out, it never really grew back. And that's they, how I got my They took your dad too? They took my dad too. He did four years. Did he really? Oh, yeah. Wow. Wow. I didn't realize so, that. Yeah. So they yeah, took. So they took La Reina my name away from us. Mm-hmm. So that's why we had to call it something different. Mm. So if you notice on the radio station, they go Garcia's Meat Market, siempre La Reina. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. That's, just a, that's what that oh, okay. means because they, you know, that's yeah. Because you basically have to start all over. We yeah, we had to buy our company back. Like we wow. couldn't use that name anymore. So we're like, well, okay, well we'll show them. So yeah. and that's when my dad bought the other store, and then I helped him run the other store. And then I told my dad, you know what, I'm going to go on my own, you do your own thing. my own thing in 2014. And that's when I started doing my own thing. So, wow. and then blew up from there. So I want to go back a little bit. Uh-huh. Uh, so the day you got busted, right? Uh-huh. Like how did, I mean, you didn't know at that time that they were like watching you guys, no. you know, like uh, being surveillance and uh-huh. all that stuff. So how did that feel? Like, was it that day that you guys went to McDonald's when they. No, it was. When did Pearl Harbor? December 12th, December 7th, I think. December, December 7th? Is I, think so. December 7th. I think okay, so. Okay, December, it hit the day Pearl Harbor hit December 7th, 2004. Mm-hmm. So we're like, I mean, they came and raided our store, our house. They came knocking in our at 5.30 in the morning. They got us all, like 30 houses of all my family. Did they Did they go to your home? Yes, where you they were went to my home. So they just like busted in. Busted in. Hey, yeah, the feds, boom, 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 boom. December 7th, yeah, so okay. 2004, that's when it all happened. And we didn't give... I mean, they just took us, even if we were naked, they just took us and threw threw us 
in the in this big van and took us, God, somewhere far from here, like going towards the airport. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's all I remember. I could see it because they had chains on us and stuff over our head, and we're like, "What the hell's going on?" And mm-hmm. Like until they put us into this. It was kind of like, I don't know. It was underground. I don't know. It was. Something hidden way out there towards the airport. All I know is I seen the airport and mm-hmm. kind of like, you know, glanced over and it was like a big shed and all the, my, 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 my family was in there. I'm like, what the hell's going on? And like, why are you guys here? Well, what are we doing here? Like, mm-hmm. we didn't know what was going on. Dang. Well, they just started giving us federal numbers, our hand, our fingerprints and all this. They're like, you know why we have you here? And we couldn't call our fam, none of our family for like 10 days. They booked us in. They booked me in um, Blackfoot, some here, and then some in Rexburg. We were all spread apart. So what did you think was happening when they busted into your house? Uh, I didn't know. That's the thing. I'm like, what the hell's going on? Do you know what? Until like 10 days later, they served us with papers in the jail. Like, this is why? This is why. And then what's crazy, I'm like, all I kept thinking about was my mom. They arrested her, too. She was in jail. She was in Bonneville County. And then, so 10 days after that, that's when they gave us our first phone call. They wouldn't let us reach out to nobody. It was like strictly closed down. If you go back to that newspaper, it was like a million dollar bust on the front page of the post register. Oh, dang. Yeah. So it was like, what is, what is going on? So I had no idea what was going on until all, they let us 10 days later talk and I go, mom, what are you doing? She goes, well, I just got out of jail. I'm like, what? They had you in jail too? They're like, yeah. Well, they think. I was part of it because my son would come here and blah, blah, blah. But my mom, you know, moms are always, mm-hmm. they're like, well, take me. It's me. It's all mine because they found some stuff in her yeah. house and it was my brother's. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, it's mine. You know, my mom's trying to take all the rat. And I'm like, mom, you can't do that. And they're like, yeah. well, yeah, they can take me instead of you because I don't care. But my brother came out and said, no, it's nothing to do with her. You leave her alone, you know? Yeah, mom will always do that. Yeah. Always. Even yeah. if it wasn't, she's like, no, yeah, I'll, I'll take all the blame. I'll so how take much all- time did your brother get? My brother that he lived with him, well, the brother that was with him a year and a day, and he was going to college, and they took all his degree away. Like, he was Ooh. going for law. Oh, wow. And so they, he couldn't go back to school when he got out. And then the one that was the main guy, my brother, he was second main guy. He, they gave him over 10 years. So Wow. Yeah. So it, it was crazy. It was all crazy. And they, they, they knocked us down. They took everything, and it's just like, what the heck's going on? Like, yeah. but I wasn't gonna tell on my brother. You never tell on family. Like, yeah. do your job, you know. And they got mad at me because I was kind of an ass. Yeah, you know, like. And most sweat- Hispanics are yeah. are used to that. That you're not gonna rat on anybody. Yeah, just because it's like you've grown up like yeah, that too. Yeah, yeah, and I'm like, well, I'm not doing your job. So they're like. They put on my paper. She shows no remorse. She didn't do any help. I'm like, of course not. I'm like, Dang. four years. Boom. Gave me four years. So. How did that feel when they gave you the four years? I, it broke my heart for my mom because we left her all alone. Mm-hmm. Nobody was up. I mean, my brother, they took her whole family at the same time. So, yeah, it hurt me. And um, that's the only thing that hurt me because I didn't want nothing to happen to her while I was in there. Just wait till we got out. So, mm-hmm. you know, like, if anything, and she's still kicking, still strong and she's my you know she's my my inspiration my pride you know like that's why i do what i do because me and her have suffered a lot so when my parents got a divorce so yeah yeah so you said they you had to go to california right yeah because there's no federal prison for girls here Mm -hmm. so it's not like i did county or state time it was federal federal had you been to jail before no, never gotten in trouble in my life. Never, never. Jeez. So it's a federal charges. Yeah, federal charge. My first time. I mean, I've done little pity stuff, but not yeah. like, like this. So yeah. it was like, 
I, and don't get me wrong, I was scared when they sent me to California with all these big. I mean, you go walk into this prison, and you're like, it's all politics. Mm-hmm. So you stick with your own race, or you're gonna, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? It's a little different than state. I should say, I don't know how state works because I've never been in jail before. So mm-hmm. when I walked in there, I got my, sh- I got kicked. <laughs> Some black girls kicked the shit out of me, but I still holded my ground. I mean, four of them jumped me just because if you cross a line, if you cross like a block of their line. They get you, you know, like, really? I didn't know. Oh, yeah, they. You, you, it's just all politics in there. So it's like you got to watch what you do and just stay your grounds. I mean, don't act like you're scared, but when you really are. But So even if you're not tough, you, you have to get tough. You have to. I mean, Man. yes, you have to. I, it was hell for me. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, I mean, there, I've seen some bad stuff in there. Like my bunkie, she was Hispanic. um, and she stole some cigarettes because mm. it's worth a lot of money in there. It's like the currency, right? Yeah, in, in and jail. it's and it's called um, what is it called? I just forgot. Um, contraband, oh, contraband. Okay. okay, so they had a drop, and supposedly she got the drop for these ladies, and she kept it. And I'm like, what the hell? And I found this out later that night. I'm like, Shit, I gotta sleep with one eye open because I know something's gonna happen. Yeah. I already knew the movement. Well, the next morning at four or five o'clock in the morning before they did count, they got a hot pot of coffee, mm-hmm. just woke her up, went like this. I heard him coming. I'm like, God, I don't want to hear this. I don't want to hear this. Knocked her and just hit her and just put that on over her face. And Dang. I could hear her screaming and I just walked out because you can't say. Yeah. You're, but I knew it was coming. So I acted dumb, you know, and walked to the bathroom like, like I was coming out of the bathroom when they heard her screaming because I didn't want to be involved because then they would get me next. So I'm like, yeah, of course you have to, you know, you, you, you kind of got to keep yeah, quiet. You have to be careful and watch for your own safety yeah. as much as you can. Yeah. It was crazy. It's, it was crazy. So you always had to watch your back a little bit like that. So was that the worst that happened to you? Just getting beat up in general? Yes. Getting beat up. I think they were more hating because how should I say it? Um, <laughs> how should I, um, I'm a, I'm a lesbian, okay? Mm-hmm. I'm married, mm-hmm. I'm married. I have my wife and mm-hmm. my kids. And they kind of hated on me because they thought I was going to take their woman. You know what like I mean? A prejudice <laughs> type thing. Yeah. yeah, I'm like, oh my gosh. I'm like, they're like, and all the girls that, when I when, when they went in there, it's like, oh, it's fresh meat. You know, like, mm-hmm. oh, like, so they started giving me like brand new Nikes, brand new this, brand new that. So the girls started getting mad. They're like, well, what the hell does this girl got on us that we don't, you know? So, mm-hmm. because all of them wanted to be with me and I'm like, well, shit, that ain't my fault. You know, <laughs> like, <laughs> so I'm like, shit, you know, what do I do? So when I went to work in the kitchen, they're like, oh, we got this girl right here. So they came, I mean, four, like seriously came on me and like, I'm kind of deaf in one ear because mm-hmm. they kind of hit me with a pan, but oh, shit. And I'm like, oh man, my eardrum, like I could hear it, you know, like this, yeah. but I still didn't drop. And I, when they came and got me, they're like, it was her that started. So they put all of the fingers. So I went to the shoe the first month that I was there for like six <sighs> Is months. Is that like solitary? Yes. And I'm like, I was going to go crazy because it's just a little room where you don't see no light. So you don't know if it's day or night in there. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? You're like, shit, you know, I was going to go crazy. And finally, they let me out after six months because I didn't narc, you know, like yeah. I didn't say anything. And when I came out, they had so much respect for me because I didn't say anything, you know, like yeah. I... This is what I guess had to happen, or it could have been worse. So, because they'll be then, able to tell if you if you said something, right? Yeah, oh yeah, because then they they would have went to the shoe too. It's called the shoe, and mm-hmm. they didn't go because I didn't say anything. Oh, okay. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. 
So I'm like, oh, I'll just tough it up, whatever. Yeah, so, it would have been worse for her because definitely you snitch yeah, on her, and then yeah. all of a sudden they're like, oh, she, she's a, she's a rat. She's a rat. Yeah. So when Dang. I came out, that's when I held my head high, and they all respected me. They didn't mess with me anymore because they knew you like. So the rest of the girl, time, yeah, the rest was of, a little bit easier. A little bit easier. Yeah, it was a little bit easier because they're like, oh, this girl ain't a snitch. She ain't going to say nothing, so we'll just let her be. So mm-hmm. you kind of kind of win that power, you know what I mean? So they started, like, talking to me and stuff like that mm-hmm. and getting to know me and stuff like that. Oh, that's good. So, yeah. So what surprised you the most about jail? Because I, I, you, you watch, like, movies and all this other stuff. Have you ever yeah. seen Orange is the New Black? Yeah. It's, exa- it's exactly like that. Is it? it really is. It? is. I have to watch oh, it. Oh, my God. Oh, it's crazy. Even crazier. Oh, yeah. Even the guards. Like, the craziest thing I've seen, these cards are all so crooked because they're the ones that bring the contraband in. For the girls, If like, if they give them... They sleep with him, you know what mm. I mean, or do whatever just to get that contraband. I'll it's crazy. It. That- yes, <laughs> oh, it's and it's true, and it's and really. Then they get in trouble for the contraband. Yeah, even they yeah, but they can't snitch yeah, because they're bringing it to them. But they're the most crooked ones. You're like, you know, I mean, people will die for gum, pack of gum in there, and stuff like that because wow. you can't get it in there. That, yeah, that actually so, surprised me because uh, I've seen that show and, uh-huh. and some of the things that you see on there, you're like, that would never happen. Oh yeah, it does. It's weird that weird life is a little bit stranger than fiction sometimes. Because uh-huh. I've seen I've seen shows that try to they change the actual thing that happened mm-hmm. to something a little bit more believable because sometimes real life is stranger than fiction. Curiously enough, but yeah. anyway, so back to the, when you were in jail, you said you worked in the kitchen. Yeah, I worked in the kitchen. Is that where you learned a lot of your no, stuff? No, da- I, already- I, I already knew because of my dad. I mean, my, it wasn't my mom. It was my dad that knew all the cooking because mm. of my grandma. So, but it wasn't, I wasn't into all that. I was like, I don't want to do this. It's so much work. It's so mm. much this. So I, what I did before was I managed a lot of gas stations. I did a lot of convenience store retail mm. and I loved doing that. I learned about gas and all that OSHA stuff and this. Really? But when I came out, that's when it was hard for me to get work. That's how I started mm-hmm. because okay. I was a felon. I'm considered a felon. You know, when you go to federal prison, mm-hmm. you're considered a felon. So it was hard for me to get a job when I came out in 2009. Mm-hmm. And so um, I told my dad, hey, what am I supposed to do? You know, like, let, give me a chance to come over here and see what I have to do to get yeah. on my feet. And that's when I started running his Elva store, and he opened that new store, the one on Yellowstone. Oh, okay. On on Yellowstone. And so I ran his old store, Elva. But, you know, when you work for family, you think that they don't need to pay you as much mm-hmm. as mm-hmm. You, you're worth, I guess. So I was like, Dad, I can't live off this, you know. I yeah. can't. I got to do my own thing. So that's when I went on my own and did my own. I started the fruit with him in there. Mm-hmm. But I was getting more business with my fruit than his stuff, and he got kind of upset. Oh, okay. Because more people were coming in for my stuff, and I go, "Well, Dad, I got to make a side hustle because you're not paying yeah, me enough. I got to make more money." And so he kind of got upset, and I go, "You know, so we don't end up in bathrooms. Let me go do my own thing, and here's your store." And I did it all by myself. I I didn't ask for one dollar. I didn't ask for nothing. Wow. I started from rock to bottom, and this is where I'm at now. So, and no, and I'm debt free, no business loans, no car loans, no nothing. My only thing I have is my house payment. It's almost paid for and I'm done. I have no debt. So everything, everything in my business right now is paid cash, paid everything Mm. on hand. If I didn't have the money to get it, then I wouldn't get it until I had it all. So I already had my whole kitchen. I already had, even when I started in the trailer, 
I had been buying little stuff little by little. So mm-hmm. when I did open my restaurant, I already had it paid for. Wow. So I had it in storage. And when I said, watch, you guys, I'm going to open a the restaurant. They're like, yeah, whatever, whatever. And I'm like, watch, you guys are going to see. But everybody doubted me. But without anybody's help, I did it. Yeah, that's a big part of us Hispanics, too, is that instead of motivating motivating uh, somebody to, to do it, you usually kind of like, it's a big My mom, she's the only one that she goes, I know you well. You, she kept saying, yeah, I know you well. You know, she didn't say much, but she goes, I know you well. You've always been that. When they're like, but I think what surprised my dad the most is that he thought I was going to go ask him for help or ask him for a dollar or ask oh, okay. him to help me. And you never did. Never did. Never asked him for nothing. And I think that's what makes him proud. Like, God, my daughter did it. He's like, mm-hmm. she did it on herself. She didn't even ask for a dime, you know, like yeah. without my help. And I think that's where he got surprised because that's all he talks about to his friend. He don't say it to me because, you know, most Hispanic dads mm-hmm. are like, oh, I'm proud of you or say it to your face. Yeah, they won't. That's do my it. dad, you know. Yeah. I know my dad. and But he does say it to everybody else. Oh, my God, my daughter, she made it. Look at how. And it gets busy. back to you. Eventually. Yeah, and it gets yeah. back to me. That's awesome. And he, he loves it. I mean, we're in a good relationship now he respects me should i say it more he has more respect for me mm-hmm. now than he ever did mm-hmm. so that's awesome because that, for hispanics too uh, people that don't know how hispanic culture is sometimes that's difficult to get like mm-hmm. especially like you try to make them proud and you say hey look what i've done and they're like oh yeah yeah that's, a, yeah, that's yeah, almost yeah, as yeah, much as you get yeah yeah, yeah. yeah yeah it's like oh i'm happy for you or i'm proud of you never never no. i've never heard it from him but you, you like me, for example, I'll hear, like, my dad will, like, I'll show him something. Hey, check this out. And he's like, oh, yeah. So yeah, good. yeah. But I'll hear, peop- like, he talks to people, and, and it's it's different. Yeah, so but that's... now I can see it when I go in there. He talks to me a whole different level. Like, okay, now he respects me. Like, mm-hmm. he knows I can do it without him. I, don't, I didn't need his help or anybody's help like that financially. So, yeah. so I think that's where he comes and, like, because all my other family has always needed his help. Not me. And he probably he probably least doubted me. Mm-hmm. And I'm the one that came up. You know what I mean? Yeah. So so what made you decide? Like, you're back with your dad right now, mm-hmm. right? Like, uh, I'm going back a little bit. What made you decide to do fruit? Fruit? Yeah. Because nobody had it here. And I would travel to, like, Tijuana and do... I seen the Tosti Locos and all this. And I wanted to bring something out new here. Mm-hmm. I mean, at that time, 2004, it was very rare that yeah, somebody was, would do it. Yeah. And I'm like, God, I want to bring something out, you know, like, because I was at my dad's store and I had a little shack there. That's how I started my, actually my shaved ice with, Mm -hmm. and then I seen back home in Southern, they would put ice cream in their shaved ice. You know, I would just explore different things that people didn't have here. And I'm like, you know, I'm going to start a shaved ice. I actually did it for my mom. So, cause she was disabled and she, she lived off social security. And I'm like, mom, I'm going to put you a little hut so you can make extra money. Cause I know, you know, you want extra money. But then she got more sick, so I'm like, you know what, I'm just going to run it. So every kid that would go to my d- get shaved ice, I go, hey, go tell your friend you get a free one. So I got all these kids, <laughs> you, like, you know, and that's how it hit. And then I started saying, you know what, I got to make something more. Mm-hmm. So that's when I started bringing the fruit out. And I'm like, oh, I got to do something different. Like, nobody has that here because I always craved, like, the fruit. Like, nobody had it here. And I'm like, so let me bring that out. And then and it just hit so big, like. Cause I would cut it fresh. It'd take time. I always had a line because I would cut it in front of you. I didn't like pre-cut. It wasn't pre-prepped. Pre-prepped. Nothing. I don't like that. I never have been like that. So I'm like, even with my food now, nothing is pre-made as goes by. Like even my food now, 
That's why it takes a little bit because it's not pre-made. Oh, okay. So it, a little bit people get, but then they see why. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you know, I'm going to start doing fruit and that's and it hit like the they could go for shaved ice my fruit my tosti locos and that's when i and i started seeing it in tijuana and stuff when i went like i'm gonna bring something new to the new to idaho falls and ever since that it's hit Mm -hmm. but i did put it on pause last year because my other location hit so hard i didn't know it was going to hit that hard and i didn't have the help Mm -hmm. so this time i'm bringing it back and better Mm -hmm. and that's what I'm lining up right now. So I'm is, getting, is the fruit side? Yeah, the fruit side. Um, and the fruit, I'm looking at it. It's not good. I already ordered some, but it has to ripe, you know, before it gets sweet. So I I, I was going to hold off another week because you have to order it and it comes. Because I order it from Mexico. I, I get my stuff from my dad and he orders it and he gets it from Mexico, California and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And the mangos came in and they were still kind of hard. So I'm like, oh, I got to let them ripe, right? So I can do it. And the come on, stuff like that. But then I'm probably have it ready by next weekend okay. on, on the fruit and stuff like that. And that's at your, loca- at your current uh, location? Your current location. Right now I have my food and everything, but I'm opening up the fruit oasis part again. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, so you went from the, the fruit, you opened your own uh, location because you didn't want to be inside with, oh, the, yeah, with your yeah, dad. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. No, yeah. Uh, what, what was next after that? Um, the taco truck, which I didn't start the taco truck first. Mm-hmm. It was my brother, Sal. My brother Sal has a taco truck, and I'm like, hey, bro, let's get together and do something. I go, they're going to want tacos, and then they're going to want a botana, you know, mm-hmm. if, which is a dessert in Spanish. Mm-hmm. Um, let's, let's, let's get together and do something together so we can blow this town up. You know, like, you know, it's always, they're going to always want something. And some some person might say, like, you ready ate and your wife wants to mm-hmm. eat or something. They're like, okay, I want to go eat tacos. Well, I'll go have a botana. Mm-hmm. So she could have the botana, and you can eat your tacos at the same time. So mm-hmm. that's why I did it. And a lot of people did that. They're like, oh, I'm not hungry, but I'll go for a dessert, you know? So I started. Yeah, we, we do that all the time. Yeah, so so I'm like, oh, okay. So it did hit hard. It hit so hard that I couldn't even keep up because it was in a little location. I didn't have the, like, the space. Mm-hmm. I should say the space because fruit, you have to eat it cold. I don't like. You're in it kind of hot, mm-hmm. I should or room say. temperature. Room temperature. I don't, I want my fruit to be cold. So when you bite into it, it's cold mm-hmm. fruit, you know? So I'm like, gosh, I got it. I can only keep so much because I didn't have the room and I want to give it to you where you're going to remember the taste or the coldness, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. Cause if, if you start giving something that's bad, the word gets around real quick, right? Yes. Yes. And that, and that's one thing people should know that I, I'm, I've always been picky that way. And they're like, gosh, she takes forever, but her damn fruit is so good. It's yeah. worth the wait, right? Yeah. Once you get to see it. And that's like, that's why I do what I do. And, that's how it blew up. But then my brother was in it with me for two years. He, and he was kind of, I shouldn't say slack. And he, he didn't want to go bigger. Mm-hmm. Um, he was that, comfortable. He was comfortable. Yeah. And I'm like, you know, I can't, I want to go bigger. Like I want to put it up my all. I have my kids. I raised three little, three girls, mm-hmm. you know, with my wife. And I was like, I want more for them than this. I can't just stop there. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, let me, let, I, so I want to go bigger, but he, he was comfortable. Like you say, he didn't yeah. have kids or anything. So he was, he was just comfortable. And I'm like, Hey bro, why don't you go back to my dad? Let me buy you out kind yeah. of thing. You know, my dad needs you more. So go help out my dad and we, you know, we can work things, something out. So we don't end up in bathroom because I love my brother. You know, mm-hmm. I didn't want him to get mad at me or me get mad at him. So I wanted to give it all and he just was comfortable. And so I bought him out. He went back to my dad's. And that's 
how I kept going and going. Mm -hmm. So I started the truck and he went back to my dad's and then I'm like, gosh, I can grow bigger. This actually, this customer came in and goes, you know how much, how good your food is. And I'm like, well, yeah, I know. He goes, do you know what? You need this to go into a location over here on East in the East town. Mm -hmm. I have a place, perfect place for you. He kept begging me for like, three to six months and I kept thinking, no, I don't want, I kind of don't want the overhead. You know, I'm mm -hmm. like, Oh, I'm okay. But he's like, no, I'll get you a good deal. And he's like, no, I, I just don't want that overhead. I'm comfortable, you know, like me going on my own and doing this and doing events and catering. Mm -hmm. I'll make extra money that way too. Yeah. And he's like, no, come, come, come check it out. Just come look at it. He, he kept asking me for three months. And so I finally went and I fell in love with the place. I was like, oh, this <laughs> is perfect. Cause I always told my wife, God, I kind of, I, have you guys ever been in the sandwich tree? Uh, yeah. On 17th. Yeah, 17th. Yellowstone? Yeah. yeah. Yellowstone and by Toughest Park. Mm, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, okay, yeah. that road. Yeah. I'm like, God, I'd go eat there on Mondays on my day off. And I go, God, why well, look at this place? It's kind of a perfect location. This is kind of how I want it. Not mm. too big and not too small. Mm. And, that's, and then that place he took me was perfect for what I wanted it. And so I, I went in there and finally I talked to the people that, I was going to sign the contract and I told them my situation. They worked with me and they helped me out a lot because they're good friends with him and I knew them personally. So they gave me a bit good deal and I'm like, but I don't want to sign a five-year contract. If you want me to move, I'm not going to sign a five-year contract. Let's play it. Give me six months. If I like it, I'll stay. And if I don't, I'll sign year to year because I don't want to get tied down. If it doesn't work, I'm not going to get stuck yeah, with a five year, five year, and yeah. then go down under. I'm like, I'm trying to move forward, not backwards. Yeah, and they're like, God, you're kind of feisty. I kind of <laughs> like that that you're not a kind of just. Yeah. I like, well, no, because I I worked so hard to get my name out there, and my, and I'm not going to go backwards and go bankruptcy when I'm doing everything as go. You know, yeah. I'm putting all my money back in. I'm not going to let you take it all from me. So that's when I did that in six months. It's when COVID hit. I had barely moved there March 1st and COVID hit March 12th or 20th. Yeah, they shut it down. They shut everything down. So I was like, oh my that. God, I can't believe this. You know, I have an overhead now and I'm like, oh man, how am I going to do that? I just started promoting my business. I had a lot of followers on Facebook and stuff like that. And that's when I just started promoting my stuff. And then not just that, I support a lot of local. I love supporting local because why make the franchise more millionaires when they're yeah. already millionaires. I think supporting local and getting them out there, like any of these restaurants local, I supported them and I put them on my page, go support these guys, go help these guys out. That's awesome. And even on my days off, I'd go buy gift certificates from different places that were local, like anywhere I could get just, and I'd give them free gifts at my work. Just, Hey, go support this local, go support local, go support local. And so my name got out there and, and then another thing, I was like, I tell my my right-hand cook, I was like, you know, I'm going to make this place famous. And she goes, yeah, she laughed. She goes, I'm going to bring a taco out that nobody has here. Mm -hmm. They're like, what is that? I go, I'm going to bring out the Riria taco because I started investigating it. You know, mm -hmm. like it started trending from here. It started going up. Yeah. So I'm like, nobody has it here. And they're like, and watch, this is going to make me famous. And she kind of like, mm, okay. <laughs> so we started off with like 30 pounds. We we do like two hundred pounds a day now, <laughs> of just birria, yeah, birria, and they're like, I told you, even the news came and um, did a, a 
interview with me and they're like, what's this media thing about? But I do mine out of beef. It's known for goat, mm-hmm. but I did mine out of beef, beef. a little bit different. Because people, when they see goat, they're like, eh. I go, I want something that they're going to be comfortable with. Let me let me make mine out of beef. So, yeah, they're more reluctant to try it. Yeah, too, yeah. So, and I'm like, I'm going to make it hit, but I'm going to make it out of beef. So people are more comfortable to try it. And ever since that, people started finding out about that taco that's what made me that's what made me famous yeah because so, even my wife and i have yeah. been trying to go and we went once but it was closed i think and i, I think because i close on mondays so yeah probably because uh-huh. it's very rare i close but on sunday mondays is the only day i close so. yeah i think that's one, uh-huh. of the, one of the days that we went yeah so and that's what hit so hard and my cook was laughing i go i told you and she's just <laughs> like oh you weren't kidding i'm like we went from 30 pounds to 200 pounds a day i sell about 32,000 of those tacos a month, just the taco alone. Jeez. 32,000 of those tacos. And then I started bringing out the marucha virria. And then now I just brought out the virria pizza, and it's been hitting hard. Those are like my secret menu. So when they come up, it's not on my menu yet, uh-huh. but it, it, it has hit. The marucha virria has hit hard. So and what, what's that? It's ramen, ramen, ramen noodles, yeah. but it's spicy and it has the virya in there. So I cook the marucha. That not with, so good right not, now. I, I, I don't cook the marucha. With the water, I cook it with a consomme of the virya, oh, okay. so it gives it that much flavor. That's and so, so my cooks sometimes don't know I'm doing videos, like uh-huh. I'm doing the videos because I don't want to like Photoshop anything. I want you to see how it really is. Yeah. So I kind of do it and I do the things and they're not even paying attention how we set up everything. So people know the way I'm really doing it, how fresh it is. And that's awesome. So I start posting all that kind of stuff and. It just hit and people love it. You know, like the, the, I had a lot of supporters and followers from um, my Facebook that just, it just blew up. So, so That's I had crazy. a question because you did, uh, you, you, you sat down and you talked with Maria not uh-huh. too long ago. Mm-hmm. At well, one part, you said that you were homeless. Oh, yes, homeless. When was, was this during like, okay, this is before 2004 hit because my parents were already divorced oh, when okay. they all came. Okay, I was homeless at when my parents got a divorce. They were, I didn't realize your parents were divorced. Yes, that's not my Maria's not my mom, oh, but okay. she I I respect her because she's not the cause of my my family's uh-huh. breakup. It was another lady. Oh, okay. But so I have respect for her and she has respect for me. I have nothing bad to say about her, but the reason why we were homeless is because my mom had enough. We had enough mm-hmm. and the abuse. I mean, I'm not going to go there with no, that. No, yeah, but, of course not. Yeah, yeah. But um at one point my mom just let we just said we're done. I, we, I can't do this no more. I go, well, I'm not leaving you. And she goes, well, this is, I'm going to struggle me. Are you, are you really, really ready to come? And I'm like, yeah, why not? I'm not going to leave you. My brother stayed with my dad. And I mean, my mom and me started from zero. We, we got left with nothing. So we were, we had no mm-hmm. money, no nothing. No. And my mom was, she didn't have family on her side. Cause she, she was an orphan herself. So it's like, she didn't know her mom's side of the family. So we, and she was too, how do I say, she had a lot of self-pride. Like, she didn't want to ask for help. Yeah. And so she didn't go, like, asking family or even my, because they still love her. My dad's side of the family love her because, you know, that's always going to be their aunt. Yeah. But um, we were, she was just, how do I say it? She was too prideful. She didn't ask for help. And we lived in a car. We, 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 we suffered, like, six months, eight months. Mm. I mean, at the time, you know. Sometimes we didn't even eat, and I, 
I would go into Maverick stations and you know how they have the fruit and stuff like that. I would take it. But like I told my mom, watch, I'm going to write an IOU when I come back, <laughs> I'm going to make money. And I did. And I went, and then it's crazy because I'd go back and leave $5 on the counter. Like what this is for is just take it. Don't you know, worry don't worry about it. Just take it. I wow. would just leave it. It was crazy. Cause I didn't want to, f- I felt guilty, but yeah, I you were doing it. Because you, you want to steal, you want yeah, to because you're hungry. You're hungry, and then I remember my mom would say, "Oh, you you get the floor of the where the patas were, you know, where you put your feet mm-hmm. on the back, and I'll sit up here." And then um, they gave us, and I'm like, "No, you can sit right there, mom. I want you. To, I don't want you to be cold." But she was always make sure I wasn't cold or anything. But I would sleep where the you put your patas and stuff like that until we checked into a shelter. But they were strict, so we're like, "Gosh." Wow. It was it was crazy, but we survived. You yeah, the, know? the reason I bring that up is because so people can see like where your like motivation comes from. It, uh-huh. it doesn't come from just like one day. Hey, I want to open this. But yeah. you like you went through, you know, your parents having their issues and then being homeless, and then all of a sudden you said you got, uh, you guys got busted yeah, after that, after, right? After like it was like six years later, so. So what was oh so you you guys were probably moved into a house by uh, yeah, then yeah by then yeah so okay because yeah. I was gonna ask no yeah about your we mom. were we were already my mom had worked at this um I think it was called Ben Franklin or something at the time in this laundromat she had two jobs so I would wait outside in the car waiting for because I was still young mm-hmm. so I was like I wait until she got off work so we can get a an apartment that's how we she worked two jobs to get the place we got into and then we got up there from there so. It was crazy, yeah. Yeah, that because uh, I remember you, you you talked a little bit about that, and I wanted people who listen to the podcast to to be able to hear that that you went through these struggles in order to to get to where to you're at, at right now. Because yeah. you, how long ago did you open your new location? Mm, the new location, March first, is when I opened my new spot. Your new spot, yeah. Didn't you say you opened your old location at March first too? Yes, see, it hadn't even been a year. That's oh, what I'm trying to tell so you. Like, yeah, so what I'm trying to tell you is, like, I moved there, and that's when everything hit. And within less than a year, I already how it grew that place. Mm-hmm. So I was already, I shut down the old place February 14th mm-hmm. after Valentine's. And it took me eight days to move to the new location, so it would be ready by March 1st. So she moved because she couldn't hold the people that were coming to her. Location. There was right. lines, always lines, and I was losing those families that wanted to come and eat. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, God, I need a bigger location because we're talking. This old location was only like 1,400 square foot, mm-hmm. you know. And I'm like, Gosh, people would look in there like it's too busy, it's too busy. So I would lose those families, you know. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I got to do something different, you know. I'm losing all that people that want to come and eat with their families because sometimes they, I, I didn't want to be rude, but there were people who sit there and bullshit, you know, like saying, yeah. And I'm like, hey, can you guys speed it up? Can we let these people come in and sit to eat? You know, and I didn't want to do that mm-hmm. in this new place because I wanted them to relax and have. If they wanted to hang out, to hang, hang out. Hang out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, I mean, they were there for hours. Some people, they're like, God, it's so cozy in here and chill, you know, because yeah. that was the atmosphere I want to give, yeah. the good vibes and all that positive. And they were like, oh, this place is so comfortable. And But I didn't want to lose those other people. And I'm like. So um, when I moved to this new location, they offered it to me. The same people, it's the same people that rent it for me. Like, why do you need a new spot? And I'm like, yeah. hey, I just got a new spot for you. And they're like, which spot? And they're like, Kitchen Burrito just went out of business. And I'm like, well, let's go look at it. Mm-hmm. And I go, because Kitchen Burrito, I think was paying like $7,000. Oh, dang. Because it's like 4,000 something square foot. So it's double the size yeah. or even more. I'm like, you're crazy if I'm going to be paying 7000 
to you guys. I go there again. I'm not going to go backwards. Yeah. So if you guys can cut me a deal and work with me, I'll sign a five-year contract. I told them this time I will sign yeah. a five-year contract, mm-hmm. but you're not going to give it to me for $7,000. And they sat down and I talked to him and they worked with me and I said, okay, I signed it because gave you a good it, deal. they gave me a good deal. <laughs> I Like I told you, I go, I ain't going backwards. So either you work with me or you don't, you know, or I'll just stay where I'm at and I'll tough it out until I find a spot. But they worked with me and I signed a five-year contract. I'm there. So my next goal is probably buying my own place, you know, next goal is to buy my own place and set it up how I want. Do you feel like that's coming sooner than you thought? Because even now you still have those days where it's just super packed at your place. Oh yes. I'm like, I'll still, even though my five years aren't up, I'm going to tough it out for five years because I will buy, I'll put a chunk down Mm -hmm. when I buy my new place Mm -hmm. and do it the way I want. But the way that I don't know if you've been there, the setup I have in there is so awesome. Like, I no, have, I haven't been to the new one. Oh my I, gosh, it, it's it's awesome. Like, I put TVs everywhere, and it's it's more like a sporty sport sporty like type, a sports bar. Sports bar. Mm-hmm. I wanted to bring that atmosphere, and then like, how do I say? I have like games for kids, so they're not bored. Like, I put a free Pac Man, free Street Fighter. Like, mm-hmm. it's just for everybody, you oh, know, okay. like stuff like that. And I have music, and some people bitch about the music, but. Yeah, when you go in there, it's a good vibe. Like the music, it might be too loud, but I turn it down when I have to, you mm-hmm. know. But it, I kind of want to bring something different. Have you ever been to Mexico and stuff like where they put live music? Like and they, sleep yes, in okay. Vegas. Okay. They, and they yeah. come to your table and sing. I kind of want to do that on the weekends, you know, like, because there's so much room. Like I want to put a little band on the corner while you're eating your food. Yeah. And bring that here. Mm-hmm. And you bring a little bit of business to musicians too. That yes. Want to do and, that, yeah. and if you want a special song and they want you to sing the table, hey, give them a little a bit. Little on, tip, yeah. yeah. So that's the thing I want to bring out. Mm-hmm. Like somebody, something different here. So that's where I'm trying to get at too, you know. Like, yeah, because there's a lot of people that that move here from places that they're used to that and they kind of miss it. Yes, like, it, and it seeing that's something different that, that I want to bring. And it's worked. I mean, like I tell people, you get that 1% that say, God, your music too, I can't hear, I can't be, and they get it to go. I go, that's fine. Yeah. I go, but let me tell you one thing, 99% love it and that 1% doesn't. Where am I going to stick to? Yeah, yeah, of course. 99% of course Yeah, you know what I mean I can't make everybody happy I try but I can't but I'm going to stick to that 99% because that's why they keep coming back Yeah. so that's something I want to do and I'll probably bring it you know <laughs> so we'll see there's other felons who are going through um, their situations yeah. and things like that what would you tell them like since you, your path has obviously you know worked. I mean I can write a book man like I, I, my wife tells me god you can write a book you you're a successful story like if you go back to day 1 how your story started and how you survived and you were homeless and look at what you're at and you're debt free they're like who could imagine you know what i mean mm-hmm. like to be where you're at and then be me being a felon. Cause they turned me down in a lot of jobs when i was and that's when i started going on my i was like i can't live off minimum wage i can't live off this that's when I started. That's when I started saying I got to do something else. I got to bring something different. Um, don't give up. I mean, there. I'm now. I think it's more open where felons where they can get jobs. Like there's programs, right? There, there's programs, and there's a little bit different. But in 2009, when I came out, there wasn't. It was more strict. Yeah. It was more. But now they're seeing it different because now even doctors have tattoos. They look at you different. You know, mm-hmm. they're like, yeah. "Well, this girl's. She looks mean. She's bad news." Or this. They, 
they're quick they to judge. judge. You, yeah, they, they, they judge, judge you, you they just by the way you look. They, yeah, they judge a book before they even read it, you know. And it's like once they get to know me, like there was a lot of older people when I worked at my dad's. You know, the Hispanic older mm. people, they're like, oh, it's that chola, <laughs> you know. But once they got to me, they fell in love with me because I'm good people. Like yeah. I, they. They get my cariño, you know what I'm yeah. like? Then they're like, conta la peloncita. And they're like, <laughs> but I think my dad also was afraid of that because he was ashamed because the way I looked. Mm. So, you know, when you, you're you raising a Hispanic, you're like, God, you know, like ashamed of me. But he didn't know how to take it. So yeah. he was more old school. And I think that's where we had a lot of, we bumped heads. Yeah. So. And 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 then he, he, now he looks at me totally different because all his friends love me. You know, yeah. like. God, if my friends love her, why don't I love my own daughter like why the way she is? And it's like they are like, oh, la Leti es una chingona. Like you know, they <laughs> yeah. tell her like, oh yeah, but they respect me and they see that. So, so it, it was tough. I mean, still tough till this day. Right now, like I'm working after hours. Even when I'm at home, it's my mind's going to see what I need for my place to make it better. Or you know the. The, sh- the shipments, the the storage, and all this stuff that I need to get for my place, like it's never my, ending. it's never ending. Material. Yeah, I put all of my money back into my business to make it that much better. Yeah, so that's one of the things some people don't understand that don't own a business is that that they're there from whatever their hours nine to five or whatever. But after that, they get to rest. They and and a business owner doesn't. Like yes, they, no. They have to figure out how to keep that business running. They have to do all of that kind of stuff and there's an added pressure that, yes. that there isn't when you're just And sometimes uh, they look at me like I'm pissed off or stressed but I'm thinking. Yeah. I mean I I try to level it out but you, and then they make it harder when they are upset. I'm like, "Hey, give me a minute. It's not going to change overnight. I know how to work this. I know I started from day one. Trust me, it takes time. It takes days. You know, we'll figure it out. Mm-hmm. But just give me some time, you know, like I've never left you guys in the dust. I mean, I appreciate you guys, and and then if it wasn't for you guys, I wouldn't be where I'm at either. But give me some time. I mean, I have a lot of stuff going through my head, and you guys need to understand that. But you guys can't make it harder on me. You know, they need to understand that too. But it, it's hard. It's hard. Like at times, like today, you know. But I try to, you know, make it the best. Like yeah. you how guys many employees do you have? I have seven employees now. Wow. I started with one. Me Just and my cook. Me and my cook. She's the one that's been my right hand i mean she was with my dad for she's been in our family 18 years and she has nothing to do with us so and when i opened my own place she came followed me and i'm like you know no hard feelings but if you want to stay with my dad go ahead but if you want to follow me go ahead but i can't promise you what i'm going to pay you because i don't know i'm just starting out enough i've not and this is what she told me you know what let i'm going to follow you because i know we've worked together and i know your movement and you've always worked with me she goes, don't, I'm going to go help you for a month and don't even pay me. Mm-hmm. This is what she said. Mm-hmm. But the first day we went on our own, we were busy. We had a line and I'm like, the end, the weekend, because I pay him every Sunday. I'm like, oh, you told me not to pay. You said a month. <laughs> and she goes, yeah, cabrona, if it wasn't going to be busy. Yeah. But it was, I ended up paying her. But I was like, I know. And Helena was just kidding. But she goes, I didn't think it was going to hit that hard, but it did. It That's did. great. And, um, yeah. Ever since I went on my own, it, hit, it has hit. So, so I had a question, or I mean, you don't you, you don't have to answer if you uh-huh. don't want to. Uh, I, I just want to bring it up just because there's other people who are in your situation. Do you? How did your dad take it when he found out that you were a lesbian? How um, did he? Did you, you tell know, him, or did no, he find out? No, he found out. Mm-hmm. He found out, and we've never talked about it till this day. But he knows 
the person I am because mm-hmm. he obviously sees my wife and my kids, mm-hmm. but he don't treat me. I The one I ended up telling was my mom. I'm like, because I was in a relationship for 10 years with a girl named, well, I don't want to mention her. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, but we had a kid, artificial insemination, okay? Mm-hmm. So she's 19 years old now, and when I got locked up, she was four years old, so she took her away from me, mm-hmm. and I haven't seen her since. Dang. But she knows I have a book for her. I write for, to her every day till this, not till this day, but... So she ever comes and asks questions and looks for me. This is my journal. This is what happened. This is, you know, so she knows that I've never forgotten about her and I still don't. But when we broke up, I told my mom, mom, I have something to tell you. And she's like, what? Why do you look so sad or why? I'm like, well, I don't know how to tell you this, but you know, you thought she was my best friend. She's like. I knew that wasn't your best friend. I knew you guys were a partner. She goes, I was just waiting for you to tell me. So my family knew since I was little, because mm-hmm. my brothers would tell me, Mom, I think Letty's going to be a lesbian, Marimach, or whatever. Mm-hmm. But like, she's too tomboyish, and she's always with the boys. She's never with the girls. And the muñecas that you get her, she throws them away, and she keeps the cards. You know, like, ever since I was little, I think I was raised, born and raised like that. Like, I was raised. Mm-hmm. I, I, I wasn't just churning out like some other people, like, Ever since I was born, I was like this. So it's nothing. But I try to cover it, going dating boys and this. So my my parents could accept it. Mm-hmm. But it was all fake. Mm-hmm. So, like, I would tell them, hey, you know, let's pretend we're going out. So my parents don't say anything because I didn't want to come out. Yeah. And that time it wasn't as open as it is now. Mm-hmm. But um, she goes, I already knew that, Mija. It's okay. So she goes, I'm, I support you anyway, and I love you no matter what. You're always going to be my daughter. So my family's always been open about it. But my dad, we've never really talked about it, but he knows about it. Yeah, but he, either way, he don't care anymore because, mm-hmm. um, like I said, he's, I've earned that respect, and he don't tell me nothing. And his friends all know, and his friends even goes, oh, consígame una muchacha. You know how they are. <laughs> I'm yeah. like, well, shit, I'm a girl. When I don't have a heart problem, why would you guys? And you guys are men, you know, like yeah. <laughs> I give them crap and they like laugh about it. I'm like, I know, but still. But my dad hasn't really, we have never come to that subject, I guess, mm-hmm. but he knows and he, we just don't talk about it. Do you think so. if you ever said something like that, he'd probably be like, eh. yeah, <laughs> like he'd kind of brush it off so because he wouldn't and, want to talk about it? Or no, do you I think don't he would? think, I don't think so because I tell him, oh, my, my wife, I say my wife, oh, okay. you know, because I say my wife had to put this in her name, blah, blah, blah. Pues sí, pero no seas tonta. And he tells me, oh, okay. watch so, your back. Yeah, yeah he oh, knows. Okay. He knows. Okay. So, yeah, definitely. Yeah, so but, do you wish. That you would have said something earlier. earlier, yeah. I don't know just how how they they've taken it. How they taken it because, like I said, I was scared. Like I would lose my family, you know. Mm-hmm. Like back then, it wasn't as open as it is in today. But I wish I would have told my mom from day one because she was always she always knew. Yeah, she always knew, but she was waiting for me to tell her. Yeah, because uh, I think that would be stressful on you, yeah. like trying to hide it, trying yeah. to like. And then, so and like I say, now, yeah, and like having guy friends and saying, "Oh, you're my boyfriend," because you know, even though I had my girlfriend, but we had to play it out like that, you know, like yeah, it was it was crazy. I wanted to bring that up just in case, like somebody's listening who's also going through that situation. You know, like not every parent is gonna uh, hate you no. over that. And, you know? and, and like I said. Don't think your life is over and don't commit suicide or try to think you have to commit suicide because there's so much support out there mm-hmm. now that back then there wasn't. Now there's so much more and it's more open and it's more like socially acceptable. So, yeah, there's like and that's another thing at my business. I have a lot of 
um, people like me come in because they feel comfortable mm. and they feel accepted and mm-hmm. they're like, oh, with their boyfriend or their girlfriend because they're like, oh, we need more places like this. They even tell me, thank you for opening a place like this. They're like, we feel so comfortable here, more welcome because they go to other places and they're quickly judged. Yeah, I'm like, nobody's going to judge you here. You just do, do, your, you, thing. do your thing. Yeah. yeah. Just be respectful to others because I've always said that. There is, even with a straight couple, yeah. just be respectful. And I'm not saying hang over each other just to know that you're gay yeah. either. There's a there's a limit too. It's like just respect others and respect yourself. Yeah, that's what I, I sometimes tell people. It's like you don't see straight couples just openly making out in a restaurant anyway. Yes, like, yeah. There's and, no and, reason. If, and if there is, there's that 1%. Yeah. You're gonna feel uncomfortable too because you're like, oh, yeah. go get a room. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, yeah. That's the way. I, that's what I mean. If you ever see me out with my wife, I'm so respectful that I'm kind of shy, so mm. I don't. People know who I am. I don't need to prove it and show it to you. Do yeah, you get what I'm saying? Yeah, there's a difference between like a kiss and, and yes. that's it, and yeah, or a hug. Yeah, or a hug, and, and yeah, yeah, that's different. But to make out, to make it proven, no, that I don't, yeah. the, I don't, I don't go by that. I yeah, think but that's, that either way, yeah. straight or yeah, it's, it's still uncomfortable. It's yeah. still uncomfortable. That's what I mean. That's yeah. where I'm trying to get at. It's like, you don't have to say you're gay and make out because they want you, do you want them to know? No, no, I don't accept that. Yeah. I think, I think even with a straight couple, but just respect others surroundings. And that's all I ask, you know, yeah. don't go all out there and like that. And I've never been like that. So, but I, I, you're you're more than well. I have the you know people come in and tell me that they're like, oh, we feel comfortable. Thank you for opening. You should open a place more like this. Franchise out. Yeah, and that's another thing. I kind of want to franchise out, but I'm investigating that right now. So. Yeah, that one's uh, tough just because your your name is being used, handled by somebody else that see, might not do exactly what uh, you wanted to do. That's another thing where I'm doing all. I'm investigating all that right now because. Why do you think McDonald's is so successful? Because every McDonald's is going to taste the same, right? Yeah. That's where I'm trying to get my points. Like, I'm trying to measure everything, how I make everything, so that and can... put it in a formula where, say you go 300 miles from here and you see my my name, I want the food to taste the same where my location is. 300 miles away. Yeah, yeah. You're going to get the same taste. And that's where I'm trying to do the format where I'm not going to give you my recipe, but you're going to get color coordinated bags. Oh, use this red bag to put this in this, to make this, to make that. There you go. So you can, pr- yeah. Yeah, so yeah. you can protect oh, yeah. your recipe, but you can still get that. Same. That it's your flavor. Yeah. Yes. Oh, to make the Vita, you need this bag, this bag, this bag, this bag, and that's it. Yeah. You're they not- don't know what's in it. Yeah. Which is smart. Cause you got to protect yeah. your, those, those are assets. Yes. Yeah. So there's a lot of things that I think about that what I want to do. That's awesome. That yeah. Is. Yeah. So um, people go, when they look at me like, God, you, they kind of get shocked because they think I'm a dummy. Like, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. this girl's really, she, she, she knows she what she's shit. shit. Yeah, yeah. I know my stuff. Like, yeah. you think I'm going to just hand you my recipe? Hell no. No. If I franchise out, you're going to, it's going to go to me, buddy. You know, like it's going to come to me and you're not going to know my recipe, even though you, I franchise out, you still won't know my recipe, but you'll be color coordinated bags, you know? Yeah. Where does that come from? That, like that information, do you? Because or, people have asked me, I have a franchise person that's mm-hmm. in charge of that. And they go, would you like to franchise out? Come talk to me. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yeah, at one point right now, you know, but I, I still want to get established another couple of years and stuff like that. They said after your five year market that you've been established, you've made it. And I'm going on my seventh year, mm-hmm. but not on a 
location, a location, location on yeah. a truck, but I want my location to sit for five years to make sure I make it. I guess my question was more, how do you become, because this is a lot of book smarts mixed with street smarts. Yes, so, I have both. Yeah, so how, <laughs> like, how do you come up with these ideas? Do, are you actively searching on? I think like, it all in my head. It, it just from, comes up on my head. I'm like, I just think of it like. One thing comes up and I just start. So basically you're just using your logic. Yes. So like if, if I'm giving you the recipes, then you can go do it yourself. Like, why do I need that yes. for this? Yes. So you're just protecting your, that's, that's po- awesome. Yes. I'm not a, like, if I became su- successful because of my stuff, yeah. obviously I'm going to make money of it. You of know, course, yeah. I'm not going to just give it to you and let you, because you're going to be successful. Successful because my food is tastes good, but you're gonna pay me to get my stuff. Of course, yeah. you're not gonna just. I'm not gonna freehand it to you because yeah. I worked hard to where I have it. Oh, for, and, yeah, yeah. I think that's <laughs> what we need more of. The, just that logical way of thinking that if I do this, this is gonna happen. That uh, I I like that. That's yeah, and I also I'm glad that you came on and were able to like just talk about your story and where you came from because mm-hmm. uh a lot of people would just like see you or like and, and then have their idea about you but really they don't know like exactly yeah. everything you've been through how hard you've worked to get to where you're at and that's another thing is i'm very humble like i don't go beyond my means i can don't get me wrong mm-hmm. i'm not here flaunting my money because how should i say i have it but i don't show it like mm-hmm. I don't go beyond my means. I live very comfortable and I want to wake up or like, God, I have this debt or I have this or I have to pay this. I can get up and go on vacation if I wanted to. I can do a lot of things, but I don't go beyond my means. Like, That's because you've known what it's like to, to not, not have, have it. it. Mm-hmm. And I, I can live both lives. I can live the rich life, the poor life, the street life. I can do it all. And if it was all taken away from me like that, I know how to survive. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I will survive. I don't need it. But it feels good to have it because I've worked so hard. Yeah. And I know if I want some, I can go get it, but I don't. Why should I have, how should I say, if I want something, I'm going to pay for it because I don't want that payment or this or that. Mm -hmm. Because I think a lot of people, like they say, say you have a business and you go, say, God, I made a lot of good money today. And then they go blow it off. What do they have to put back into it? And they're like, Nothing. You know what I mean? It's like, damn, God, I wasted all my money. How am I going to get this stuff for this? I always have a backup plan. Like, I have my money um, backed up. So, like, because you never know. You yeah. never know. You you have to have that backup plan so your business can still survive. So, I put a lot of it back in and a lot of it back in. So, I'm set, you know? Yeah. And. I mean, I, I, I dream of a car. I, I want my G-Wagon Mercedes. <laughs> and I can go get it, but I'm going to wait a while, you know, yeah. when I have some other stuff up my sleeve. and But I don't, that's what I mean. I don't go get it. I can, but I don't because yeah. I, I rather have my business going and running before I do any other stupid move. Yeah, I mean, she's basically trying to build her assets up to the point where yeah. you know, they're just going to pay for your Yes, I think, I think one car. of the cool things about your situation is that you just went through like the biggest black swan event like the the hardest thing that could happen would be for the whole country to shut down and you yeah. went through that and came out better than when you went in <laughs> yes and that's the scary part because it started with the corona and i'm like oh my gosh what am i gonna do but it hit so hard because and it, and it was the worst timing and yeah. I, and i've been successful since so, so. If, if you can ride through that i mean the future looks 
pretty damn bright. Yeah. Yes. That's yeah. and that's and why so, everybody tells me you you passed that bad stage. You can do it now. You you yeah. made it. So yeah, unless people stop liking birria tacos, which I doubt. <laughs> no, no. Um, yeah. I think you'll. Yeah, you're gonna be great. Uh, yeah, and it's not just my media. I mean, that's what made me popular and made it hit. But my street tacos. I mean, all my food is yeah, good. Like, I've had your tortas and, and, and amazing. Everything is yeah. pretty much. It's good. You know. I mean, my cousin tells me because I had her come and help me because it was kind of a overload on me like prima you need to come help me i need some help and so she's here from arizona she's helping me out she goes you know what you need to do a video on this because i go get my meat cut fresh every day for my dad he cuts my meat fresh every day i pick it up every day we cook it every day i mean every day we do everything fresh it's not frozen it's not you know my rice is a daily my beans are everything's fresh that morning so even to my meat being cut so nothing is frozen. I don't have no back stock. I have nothing. We do this every single day. So what happens when you run out? You just run out? I know how much I sell. I keep boards. I have a a thing where I know how much it's going to sell. Like I have a category. Mm-hmm. Like I go through the square system and it shows what I sell the most. And if it doesn't sell, I take it out. So I have, <laughs> I, cool. yeah, I have yeah. everything pretty much organized. She, she's pretty locked in on like what yeah because yeah. that would be that would be a tough one how much to uh, when you first started out did you have like like access of certain things and yeah missing a few of the others yes and- yes and so like at first when the video hit i didn't know how much i was gonna sell and a couple times when i first started i ran out and i'm yeah. like no there's something different i gotta do here you know i gotta figure something out and take something else out you know what i mean mm. so i I, I I have a category where I pay attention to what sells and what doesn't. If it doesn't, I, it's out, you know. Mm-hmm. But I I pretty much know what's going to sell that day and how much. So you you pretty much lock the number, like you know the numbers. Yeah, I know the numbers and what I have to get and how many tacos is per box. I've already, like, say I send somebody out there, hey, go cater my event. I know how many tacos are in that box and how many packs are in that box. I mean, they can't say... Oh, they come back with say two hundred dollars when I'm no, I'm supposed to make six hundred. Yeah. You can't, yeah, you can't, you can't cheat me. Yeah. You, you you can't cheat me because I know how many tacos come in a box and how many packs and all this. I have it pretty much down. Do, so do you, when you do events like that, do, does it usually sell out? Oh yeah. Well, I know how much. That's why I ask how many persons. I usually sell out, but I know how much I'm supposed to take. That's why I ask how many people. How roughly, if it's one hundred fifty, two hundred, I always take like. At least 50 more or something like that so we don't run out. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I I pretty much say, oh, tell me how many people, and then I can do the math here. Yeah. And no, I know eight a pound makes eight tacos. I can tell you every down <laughs> detail. You know what I mean? That's I have cool. it. Yeah. And my 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 bean size of my, my meat is portioned, so you can't give more or give less. You know oh, what okay. I'm saying? So yeah. I have a method. It's pretty consistent every time. consistent, yeah. Okay. So I'm consistent. When, that's one thing about you need to be consistent. And when somebody comes at me, what can, advice can you give me? Be consistent. Don't, the taste. The taste. The serving the, size. The serving size. And then never run out because, or never close early or never do this or never do that because you won't make it. Yeah. You got, in the first, it was tough the first year. Yeah, I'd hit, but even if you don't get one customer, two customers, people give up like in days. You got to be consistent year round to make it work because if you don't, they're going to come back one day and they're going to be closed. They're like, God, I'm sick of them being closed and they're saying they're open. 
you have to have consistency or you won't build up your clientele. And people get frustrated because they'll have one or two customers that day. But, hey, you got to tough it out, buddy. You got to. You got to be there all day until you build that clientele and know your name out there. Or so you're not going to close early just because there's yeah, not enough people yeah. there. And, you know, because I have two or three people coming in. Oh, I'm closing the day. No, because the next, the, yeah. next, the next day I'm going to make it or the next day I'm going to make yeah, it. Yeah, because I've stopped going to a restaurant just because I, I'm used to going at a certain time. And if they don't have that many people, they'll close it. And then you get there and they're not open or you get tired of yeah, going. I'm yeah, like, you yeah. know what? I'm done. Yeah, Even though, though their food's great. I'm, but I'm, but I'm that, done. that's consistency. That's what I'm saying. You have to have the same menu and the same things that are selling. And if it's not selling, take it out, man. Put something else in. No one's gonna miss it. Yeah, yeah. you get that too, where you go in and expecting no, and a certain like, taste and yeah. I, there's a and you know, I support a lot of um, places with local, like I said, there's one person that always brings out some I'm not gonna mention names, but you go there and, and it's never the same. It's like, bro, I've told you this. Don't I, yeah. I've given them and he takes it the wrong way. I'm like, yeah. you gotta be consistent. You can't do this. You can't switch up your men. You can't bring I mean it's cool you bring new ideas, but keep to that one that sells the most. Yeah. And and if that doesn't sell, bring another one in, but don't change and then it change up. It, yeah. It's not gonna work. You're not gonna you're not gonna go up, bro. You're not gonna go from there. And they're like, What if anything, you should take advice from me because this is why I'm big. I'm not saying I'm getting a big head or anything, but it's been working for it's you. Been it's working been for working. You. It's consistent. You know, consistency. Yeah. You have to, you have yeah. to, no matter what. Yeah, like, usually when you find a, for example, at, at Burger King, I always order a Whopper. Do you go to McDonald's? I order, always order a double quarter pounder uh-huh. just because people fall in love with a certain food at a certain place. So you always get that same food and the same and, taste, and, and the, the same, same taste. taste. Yeah. Yes. Like you can't, would you be but, upset if you went to Burger King they no they longer have, have a Whopper. Whopper. Yeah, I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, yeah, Why like, would I come to Burger King? They're, they're known yeah. for the Whopper. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, that's yeah, one course. thing. I mean, there's days when I was in the tuck truck, I'd get two or three people and I'd be there 12 hours. But what? Look at where it's brought me. Like, yeah, of course. You have to. You have to. No matter what, you have to. You can't give up. I did it year round. And a lot of people goes, how did you do it in the taco truck year round in the winter? Trust me, I suffered a lot. I mean, it was cold and I mean... A lot of freaking headaches, but and then water and all that. But I did it. I did it because yeah. it's that's my name. And then I had to be there. I couldn't close just because it was a bad day. It's like it is what it is, and you have to make the best of it. Yeah, that, that's one reason why I like doing this podcast because we we get to hear people's stories like that. You know, people will see your your newest location right now. I think it's easy. They won't know the, yeah. the whole and then that's the another thing. You get, you get that those rude remarks. I was like, buddy, if you would step in my shoes for a week, like I tell people, they're like two tacos, forty five minutes. I go, no, it's not the two tacos you order. It's the thirty tickets before you. Yeah, you get what I'm saying. That's the thirty orders before you. I mean, if it was you were the first one and you had two tacos, you'd get it right away, bud. But it's the thirty orders before you. Mm-hmm. Trust me, I have enough help. You see the two girls in front, but it's the back cook that I have. Two other ones that are prepping everything, bringing it to the front. And people don't see that. They just see two people up front. But I have two kitchens in my new location. Yeah. So there's the other ones that are prepping up here and the ones that are bringing it up here. But they're fast. Like I tell everybody, they're fast. It's just the orders before you. I mean, it's not that they're taking long. It's just 30 tickets before you. got to understand nothing's pre-made. Everything's fresh. It's coming out. You know, it's like, yeah, we make the date on a daily basis. I'm not saying that. But... It's, they think it's 
already ready set there and it's going to go out. No, because yeah. everybody's there and I want a taco, no cebolla. How can I have a taco ready with no cebolla? Yeah. Sitting there when it could be three down, three tickets down and it's going to be cold. Oh, Hell yeah. no, I can't do that. Because yeah. everybody's going to choose their food different. I don't want cebolla. I don't want cilantro. Don't put jitomate. How can I have, I mean, get everything pre-made like that and you get it and you're going to get it soggy. No, there's yeah. no way. So that's what I try to tell them. Nothing is pre-made. It's, Order by ticket, so is is that because I had a question about because um, I sometimes I just order on DoorDash real quick. Is there a reason why your menu is kind of limited on DoorDash? Yes, and that's another reason. Because Can you move it up a, l- a little yeah, bit towards oh, your mouth? There? Yeah, right there. yeah, yeah. There yeah. It's because I'm always going to have a salad and adobada, okay? Mm. Because I cut that, I make a lot of that. That's what sells the most. Yeah. Okay. Limited is because boil and all that. It's delicate. Lengua yeah. cabeza is. Is really delicate, and if I run out, I know I have it, but if I don't have it for that DoorDash, I'm gonna leave you wrong, and I don't want to leave you wrong. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, like, perfect, yeah. Because you make smaller portions of that meat for yeah. the day because it's so de- that you know, lengua and cabeza takes six hours to cook by itself anyway. Really? Oh yeah, that's why. And asada now the weather we're doing it all day right in front. Okay, of you. makes perfect sense. Yeah. So I can't make lengua. And the afternoon after I made it six hours before that, because then I'll have we'll have it ready for the next day. But I have it ready for that day. And if I run now and somebody comes in and gets, I try to make portion, but I don't want to leave you wrong if you order and you don't get it. Yeah. So I just do a salad because you're always going to have it no matter what. Mm. Makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. So that's why. So next time I want lingo, I'll just I'll just go. <laughs> Actually, I'll, no, I'll get up out no, of my my no. couch and go. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And 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 and. And it's like the restaurant, I'm learning if that sells more, I'm going to put more that yeah. day. You know what I mean? And it's... It's just trial and error. It's trial. You know, like at first we had the taco truck. Now I'm going to open my menu more on DoorDash because now I have a restaurant. I double yeah, my different. order. It's yeah. different. Yeah. So I have more room, more um, to make. Yeah, I mean, we used to make little portions. We're talking big pans now. Yeah. That's awesome. I mean, you know, we used to make two languages for the day and, it, you know, would have it. But now it's making like eight to 12 lenguas a day. Now I know what I'm giving. Now that's why I keep a category of what I sell, what sells the most. And I know what to do for the next. Mm-hmm. So I'll do my steps there. So when when are the times that you're least busy? Because I want to <laughs> go in when it's not as busy. Oh my gosh. It's been hard. Like, um, how should I say it? Um, between, okay, 11 o'clock when I open, I open at 11 o'clock mm-hmm. every day, Monday, I mean, Tuesday through Sunday. Okay. So Mondays I'm closed. And I, to be honest, I already have a line when I open the doors. Okay. There's already people waiting outside and it's. So not 11. So just, just have some patience, basically. <laughs> yeah, just patience. So from 11 to two, it's always going to be an hour out. I can't, I, not, I tell that because people are already yeah. calling in orders slammed and all door dash. And I have to get the door dash out before anything yeah. because they work on a time or if the yeah. faster they are, they get paid more. So I try to help them out. Um, yeah. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I'm like, this is how they're living. So I always put door dash in front. That's why you get your order. Quickly. If you call in and say, Oh, it's going to be 40 minutes. You'll probably get it faster through door dash because they're my top priority through anything. Mm-hmm. And, they, I, I try to make them money. I don't want them, you know, like, and then they come more faster to you because you treat them right. Yeah. And I'm not saying they're better than everybody else, but 
that's their living. So I try to get them out. Because you're, you're benefiting two people instead of just the one that exactly, ordered. Exactly, exactly. And um, between 2.30 and 5 is kind of a slower. You'll get your food faster. between Not on the weekends, mm-hmm. but during the week between 2.30 to 5.30. Because there's in and out some there, but it's always constant, but not as much. I mean, overall, just have a little bit of patience if you go and visit, just because you are going to get some great food, but, you know, everything's being made so fresh. That's why, and then I I didn't offer chips and salsa before, but I do have it on my menu now just for that reason, because mm-hmm. a lot of people, I, I, I like to stay to authentic. I'm off, I'm the real deal. Like, I'm not Americanizing anything about it, because that's what I try to tell them. I'm, I, I don't want to go that way. I mm-hmm. mean, there's a lot yeah. of places that I Americanize, and I'm not that. I'm going to keep it the way it is. Comida Mexicana, the yeah. real stuff. I'm mm-hmm. not going to change it up. Yeah. I mean, people give me ideas and stuff, but obviously my stuff's worked for a reason, and I'm going to keep it that way. And then I didn't want to bring the chips and salsa because I think that's more Americanized, yeah. but I got a compromise too, and I'm like, okay, I'll bring this in for you guys. but Have something so they can eat in the yeah. meantime. Yeah, just yeah. so that so they're not I, impatient. Yeah, and, 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 and I try to compromise with them. Like I said, like, oh, okay, I'll do that for yeah. you guys. You know, Just give me a minute to get something up. But it's fresh salsa too. I cook it, you know, like... It's cut up that yeah. day too. You're not getting it old, yeah, or prepackaged. You know, <laughs> everything's cut. And it's, you'll never get anything from a can or anything. Everything's from scratch. Good things right. take time. Yeah, good they things. really do. Like I tell people, I'm going to put a sign. Good food is not like fast food is not good, and good food is not fast. That's that's true. <laughs> yeah, you know okay. what I mean? Yeah. Like mm-hmm. it, 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 as we can go as fast as we can go, but I promise you, when you eat that bite, that taco, you're going to say, "Oh, this is why." You know, yeah. like. You're going to remember it. It's like a, a drug. Like people tell me, what do you put in your food that we crave it? Yeah. You know, and, and everybody tells me that. What do you do to your food that we crave it all the time? Can't tell you. I can't. Yeah. yeah. They're like, can't tell you. Yeah, exactly. And then like some people come up to me like, it's funny. They're like, how some do you make. Something from this blue bag? Something from <laughs> like this, this red, red bag? bag. Yeah, yeah. It's funny because my prima, like when we all got busted from that thing, my brother, you know how we slang and he goes, from slanging drug to slanging salsa because we have it in baggies. <laughs> yeah. I was going to post something like that funny, but it's cool. Like, it's it's just hard. It's People don't understand the stuff we go through. I mean, you're going to get that negative. You can't make everybody happy, but yeah, I, I'm going to try, you know. But yeah. I can't be super woman and make everybody happy, but I'm going to try and try to compromise with you. But you'll see what I'm talking about when you eat my food, and I tell them that. And a lot of people... Like, I get a lot of Caucasian people over here, like, not just Hispanic. I I, I won that Caucasian people. That's what I want. Both of both worlds mm-hmm. of everybody, not just Hispanic. I want everybody. Mm-hmm. And they're like, your food is so good. Like, I want all the hospital people, the nurses, the dentists. I mean, everybody's talking about it. And they're like, yeah, you know, because they know what kind of food I sell and what they need. And now... Most people are getting the hang of it, and they call like 45 minutes before to an hour. And you want to say you want to come and eat, and you know you want to go to my place, call me. And your food, when you get there, will be ready. Oh, nice. There you go. See, I'll I, just do that instead. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And if I don't answer, it's because I'm either on the other line taking an order with DoorDash or taking an order. Yeah. But just keep calling. Don't think that you're bugging me. Just keep calling until I get to you because it will. And I was like. Hey, it'll be about 45 minutes, but be here in 45 minutes because it will be done in 45 minutes. I know my timing really good. That's hey. one thing about I'm consistent with that, too. When people go, well, how long is it going to take? I'm like, I just can look by the tickets. I mean, oh, okay. and, and I say 20 minutes and I, I'm pretty much on that. 
that's how I know how fast my workers work and how much tickets are up there. Are you ever going to try to get to a point where you're not as hands-on, where you can say, kind of sit back a little bit and let, let it <laughs> it's, run? It's hard for me because that's my name. It's my name and it's my territory. And I mean, my workers are good workers. I'm not saying anything bad about that, but they're just there to make money. Let's be honest. Yeah. They, they just want to get paid and work. And I feel like if I turn my back, they're not going to. They're not going to do it your way. My like, way. Or as good as you would. would because Or like presentable or they're going to do, I don't, I'm not saying they will, but half-assed, you know what I mean? Yeah. And I don't want my name to get being down to the dirt with yeah. that. Yeah. I'm, that's why I'm, I'm always, and I like to work. I go crazy if I don't, I'm always working. I'm always going. And like, if I sit at home, I go crazy. Like, yeah. Cause if you franchise, you're going to have to, you're going yeah. to have to, you're, you're going to have to, have to. And then see, that's where I'm, my cousin's like, do you really want, I was like, that's what I'm thinking about. I don't know. But I give myself about another five years to work really hard, hard, hard mm. where I want to be. And then I'm going to kind of step back. Step back a little. Yeah, I mean, it, I, and I will, and I'll get there, but I just, I just, how do I say, I want to be there right now and grow much more to be where I want to be and then kind of kick back and then enjoy back. my life. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, um, I will, I know I will, but you got to pay that person that's going to be next to me. And do the way I want to do it the way. That's why you got to pay that person. And I told him, that's where my cousin comes in. You, are you ready to handle this? Because if I have a family thing to go with my family, I want to go do that, you know. But this is the what you're going to take on. But Yeah, because that, that'd be tough for me to, yeah. to, to let other people do what you've been doing for and so then, long. And everybody, and, it's funny because a lot of people don't know me that have gone there. They're like, can we talk to the owner? They don't know it's me because I'm always there. Like, I am the owner. You're the owner? And I'm like, yes, I'm the owner. They're like, we would have never known. We yeah. thought you were just a worker. I'm like, no, I am the owner. They're like, can you spend that much time here? I've never seen nobody spend so much time at their work that own the place yeah. like you. And they're like, they always have other people working. And I go, and that's why a lot of people get shut down. Cause you yeah. know what I mean? Because they don't want to put the work in. And I go, that's and that's not me. It's... I'm a hands-on person, so, and I, and eventually I will. I give myself another five years where I want to be uncomfortable, so somebody can take care care of it like I do. So, so yeah. So, uh, I mean, like I said earlier, I'm grateful that you were able to come and share your story just to motivate mm -hmm. other people. Where to so the people listening, so they can go and visit. Where's your new location at? Um, it's um, three thousand South Twenty Fifth East, across from Chick Fil A, next door to. D's Kitchen and next door to Barbecue Pit. And if uh, you want to call ahead, Jesus. No, like I said, if you don't want to sit there and wait, just call ahead 45 minutes. Just give me like 45 minutes to an hour and I can tell you kind of where we're at. And you won't have to wait. You'll as soon as and you just tell me you're dining in and your food will be ready when you walk in mm -hmm. and just come up and pay and I'll have it ready I'll for do you. That yeah. For my wife calls. So yeah, just call the two oh eight four three eight two four seven. So you if you go. don't want to wait, if you're impatient, just do that. Like I tell a lot of people are doing that now, so they know kind of where a lot of people of them call and say, I'm going to be there. Hey, how long is your wait? 45 minutes. Okay, this is what I want. Okay, I'll have your – are you dining in carry out? They're like, no, we're dining in, and I have it ready. Nice. I'll do that. So I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go visit your new location on my next – because right now I'm dieting. I'm trying to slim, slim down. But my next cheat day, I'm definitely going to go. Yeah. Oh, just so you know, I do keto. Oh, I do, do you really? I do keto stuff, so I've dieted. I'm on keto. Oh, nice. Um, I I was I was never a big food eater. I was a big pop drinker. Mm. So I've lost 35 pounds since oh, wow. January 1st. So I keep going down. Um, 
I started doing that because of this. Um, I always replaced my meals with soda, so I would drink like 12 pack a day, you guys. Wow. I'm not even getting Mountain Dew. So uh, like if so I got hungry, <laughs> yeah. So this is where I was like, if I want to grow, I'm not going to grow this way because I'm going to end up dying of yeah. diabetes or something. So I started kind of thinking of that. I would drink a soda just to replace a meal. And it was like, I can't do that because I felt shitty yeah. when I'd wake up and I'm like, my health's going to go bad. And I was on the borderline of diabetes. Yeah. So that's why yeah, I that's stopped. Yeah, that's where I'm at right now. No, I stopped. So I'm like, there's me and my wife started doing the keto stuff and we're like, you know, I'm going to bring something. I started, so I do the marucha. Mm-hmm. I do it keto style. There's, okay. there's a new pasta zero where there's no calories, no carbs, zero pasta. <laughs> and it tastes, it tastes just like the noodles. And there's no carbs, no. It's gluten free, vegan free. So uh, yeah, so I investigate. Now I have to go. So uh, now I have to go. Okay, not on your not cheat days. Yeah. So yeah, and then I do. Um, instead of the tortilla, I do cheese tortilla. So no carbs again. Mm-hmm. So I do it keto style. I do the cheese tortilla. So you can have media tacos cheese. He's lactose intolerant. Okay. So there's another thing. I Ooh. so you're vegetarian or vegan, more vegan style. No, I'm not. I'm just lactose intolerant. Okay, so I, I have, I just can't I, have dairy. okay. I have mm-hmm. salads that I do mm-hmm. any meat you want with no cheese and no crema. So yeah, I do a lot of things. And if you want that, I have a tortilla I'm bringing out that's mm-hmm. um, no carbs too. Wow. So I do a lot of things. Yeah, yeah. I investigate all that. You're a so. great salesman too. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. he's hungry. Yeah, I'm, I'm hungry, and you convince you like, convince me to convince go with, him like, to go on oh, his yeah. not so, my non cheat days. Yeah, right? so yeah. I do all that kind of stuff, you guys. I do anything you guys want me to. See, and I would have never known if we wouldn't never done this that yeah. you have that available. Yeah, so like people, God, I want the noodles, but I'm I can't do the carbs. I'm like, oh, okay, let me see, do my research. So I started doing the pasta zero. With no carbs and gluten yeah, free, and there's a lot of people that are gluten free, and all my corn is gluten free, so everybody knows. Okay. I mean, the other stuff is not like the fries; it has gluten. I but the all my corn stuff is gluten free. Okay. So all that, and then I do the we can do keto style stuff, but you you don't like the dairy, not the dairy, right? Yeah, I can't have it; it just messes me up. So yeah, I do that without cheese and all that stuff so okay. there's different ways to eat birria you know that right yeah yeah so you don't have to have it that way i mean you can do a tostada i can mm-hmm. do anything you want okay the way you want it there you so, go there you go now i'm gonna go yeah on my so, so yeah i can do basically anything because i have a lot of options for vegetarian and vegan mm. oh hey they're hear- like they're like oh okay well we want tacos but we're vegan. Mm-hmm. Okay, I can. I got you. I got you. <laughs> yeah, that- and then I do it the tortilla, and I put a lot of um, vegan is not no non dairy and mm-hmm. nothing animal. So I put a lot of verdura, aguacate, and salsa and wrap, and they're they're okay. happy. Oh yeah, nice. rice and beans because they can eat that, but they won't eat nothing with cheese or anything. And then vegetarian is no meat, but they do. I do all Thanks. the verdura and the queso and the crema. So. Yeah. yeah, well, I was going to say I was going to go tomorrow, but you close on Mondays, on but Mondays. I'll be there on Tuesday. Yeah, 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 so, I, I do all that kind of stuff. So anything you want, I can make. Cool. They're like, what What do you have? What's your options for vegan or vegetarian or this or this? I go, I can do anything. Just tell me what you want and I can make it. Just call it. ahead. And, yeah. I go, or, I can, or even there. Yeah, if you I, yeah you, I can make it for you. So Okay, cool. So that, yeah, it's options to anybody that I try to work with everybody. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to yeah. go there for sure now. Yeah. But I want to thank you for coming on and sharing your story and yeah, having other welcome. people listen to like where you came from, uh-huh. you know, so they actually get the, the story from 
from you, the source. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they offer vegan food too. So give me your number again, like uh, where they can 208-403-8247. Cool. So if you're local or if you're planning on coming into Idaho Falls, Southeastern Idaho, by any chance, if you're listening to this outside of the States or Idaho State, yeah, you, you have know, to eat there. Yes. Definitely have to eat there. And it's crazy. And I get people from different states. Yeah. I got some uh, couple last week from Texas. Oh, nice. Mm-hmm. They're like, you know, we just came all the way from Texas just to come and eat here. I'm oh, like, wow. wow. <laughs> really? Really? I'm That's not kidding. Awesome. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously, go and try it out. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I want to thank you again for coming okay, on. No, thank you guys. And, uh, thank you. I mean, yeah, I talked too much. You. Oh, no, no. You're, that's okay. perfect for you're, a talk show. Yeah. That's perfect. <laughs> cool. Awesome. It, it, it would have been bad if you're, hey, how are you doing? Good. Good. No. I, 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 can, I can still keep going, yeah. but I know I got stuff oh, to do yeah. to you. Yeah. No, I definitely, like, later on when uh, yeah. we'll have to bring you back. We'll have to bring you back and have another conversation. Yeah. But again, thank you for coming. No, thank you. Appreciate it. And you guys listening, thank you guys for listening. And I'll catch you guys on the next one. Sí, bye. 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 Bye.